Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here at the Showcase Theater in Corona with the band Sham 69. What is your name and what do you do in Sham 69? My name's Dave Parsons. I'm the uh, guitarist and co-songwriter in Sham 69. Oh yeah, my name's Ian Whitewood. I'm the drummer with Sham 69. And this guy over here is... Hi, Rob Jefferson, bass player. Awesome. So where are you guys originally from? Well, we're all from England. I'm from um, originally from a place called Hersham, hence Sham 69. Ian's from Hull, up in originally in um, up in the north northeast, <laughs> and Rob's from the um, south south coast, Portsmouth. So we're all, we're all you know. <laughs> How did you all come up with the name Sham Sixty Nine, and what is the Sixty Nine about? Um, it, it's it, it's all about where I lived in as a kid was a place called Walton. Wal- there were two two places. Wal- one was Walton and one was Hersham, and there was a football club called Walton and Hersham. And in 1969, there was a big, there was a big football. Walton and Hersham were a very low league team, and, and they actually made it to a quite a high place for once. And, and it was they were playing this this game, and some people on the way home at the local station had sprayed on the urinals at the station. You know where people piss. Walton and Hersham 69, and where people had been pissing, it had slowly rubbed out the Walton and Her, and just left Sham 69. So that's that's all it means. Interesting name for a punk band too. <laughs> what happened to the original singer in Sham '69? I'm afraid I had to sort of very nicely ask him to leave. Um, I mean, I spent my life working with Jimmy, and we had some. We've had some. We have. You know, I've had the time of my life with the guy, and you know, it's. Um, it was a great shame the way things ended up. I'm afraid that Jimmy's ego went into the outer stratosphere, and and he believed he was almost God, and. Um, uh, it got to the point where he wouldn't play. He didn't want to play. I mean, Sham 69 p- primarily is a live band, and and he didn't he didn't want to play. We were we were playing about four or five gigs a year for like ten years. Every year it's like next year we're going to play some gigs. Next year we're going to play some gigs. Next year we're going to play some gigs, and it never happened. It was five gigs a year. We were lucky. And the band was just going mad. Um, and in the end, though I hate to say it, he was um, he was he was taking deposits from from promoters worldwide for tours and stuff and two or three days before we were due to fly out and play the gigs he'd pull out of the tour keeping the advance money that had been sent over and um, what was happening was 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 the name of sham 69 was becoming dirt and it got to a point where i couldn't let that happen any longer you know i mean sham 69 is bigger than any one person in a band and um so in the end jimmy didn't really want to do it it was it was a psychological thing for Jimmy that Sham 69 was part of part of his ego, and he just didn't want to let that go for no other reason than that. So, you know, I've got a band now that loves playing and wants to play, and this is where we're supposed to be—is out playing. That's what we're doing now, and uh, we couldn't be happier. So it's actually good now that Sham 69 is actually going out there and performing and making music. Yeah, well that, I mean, that's that's always really. I mean, when Sham 69 formed, it was. It wasn't about being a studio band, and it was about going out and playing to people and the, communi- the communication between the band and the audience. I mean, that's really what punk was about. And for us to be sitting on the shelf for flipping 360 days a year and playing five days just was insane, you know. And um, You've been around for so long. What, when did you start? Um, late, late 1976, early 77. So, that's, uh, yeah, you're getting on for 30 years now, so... Anything? Oh, so I, I wasn't born then. <laughs> I was much too young. Anything out of the ordinary happen out of all those years that you've been playing music? Oh God! Yeah, every flipping day. I don't know. I mean, where do where do you start? I mean, I mean, it's just a it's just a it's just a trip. I mean, uh, this is the life that we've chosen, and it's um it's not an ordinary life, and it's um. Sometimes it's a hard life. Sometimes it's a fantastic life. I think. I think the thing with being a band on the road is your highs and lows are. are you swing from up to down much, much wider than a lot of people. But it's worth it for the. I mean, the highs when they come are flipping great. You know. And I, think, I think one thing that's been really interesting is that we, you know, we were bold enough to to part with Jimmy, and you know, we were kind of worried to some degree how we would be received by audiences. But uh, last year we came here, <clears throat> we did Canada, we did a full European and UK tour, and we've just been to Scandinavia. And to be honest, uh, you know, although some may miss Jimmy, the majority haven't. 
and uh, and we've always had a great time live, and the audiences have accepted us. So as far as we're concerned, you know, Sham sticks in is what it is, and we'll continue like this. We've got a new album out. We've got another one coming up, and um, and it's basically an evolution. It's the next step, if you like, and it's just it's just great to be part of it. And the great thing about this lineup is that it's it's democratic in a way that it never was before. So although each of us had our own individual input, we were never really allowed to to express it because Jimmy always was uh, ran a kind of dictatorship. So with this lineup, it's great because we all get on, we all talk about everything. As a result, I think that translates to our performances as well. So, you know, you saw tonight was a good night. It wasn't packed, but we had a great time. And every gig we do is 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 similar to this. Some sometimes it's it's rammed to the rafters. The places are packed out, and we go down well every time we play. So we must be doing something right. Since we're talking about the album, the new album is Hollywood Hero, right? Yeah, Hollywood Hero. What is the significance of Hollywood? In the Hollywood hero. Well, I think they should explain that to you. No, I can't explain that. In fact, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll have him explain it. We'll have the bass player explain it. We'll get Tim to explain this because he's very good at explaining this. We're gonna we're gonna hand you over to our uh, our vocalist because uh, he's got a very um, loquacious way of explaining it. So, what is your name and what do you do in Cham Sixty Nine? I know I clean up after everybody. Uh, I, now I sing. So what is the significance of the word Hollywood and Hollywood hero after the new CD? The thing is, it's like Americans like England. Actually, the whole concept of Hollywood hero is the fact that we have been subjected, both the people in America and the people in England have been subjected to this pressure climate where everything's been forced upon us to, to react to, to global activities because people live differently, people act differently. The whole concept that both in America and England everything stems around fucking industry, around wealth, capitalism, money, greed, fucking political corruption, everything. And the whole concept is at the end of all this, this big conveyor belt of bullshit, because that's all it is, is that the likes of you and I are the ones that are going to have to pick up the guns and fucking fight the battles for the rich people. So the whole thing is, really, Hollywood hero is Joey, Joey fucking public, who's sitting in a trench in fucking somewhere in the middle of the desert, getting his fucking arse shot off because of some rich guy back in some office somewhere dictating the terms of our own future. You know, at the end of the day, they start the wars and we have to fucking fight them. And the fact is, Hollywood hero is about every Joe that's fighting for survival basically and the fact is that he is used as some kind of sort of like mickey mouse character i coupled with western culture which is also on on the album which is we're all victims of the western culture and hollywood hero really is is every joe public that actually actually has to be a victim of of wars and stuff throughout the world so well, since we have you here how did you find the band's champ 69 uh, in what way? Like, how did you become the singer? Uh, well, I've always been a fan of Sham 69. Actually, the last time I, I watched Sham 69, I got my head kicked in. So, <laughs> I don't have m many happy mem memories of it. But uh, I, you know, I, as I was saying, I, I wrote to Dave and stuff like that. But I've always known, I've known Jimmy for 15 years. Uh, more like, but I've been a victim of Jimmy for 15 years. Um, and um, Sham 69 has always been a very, very close sort of relation in my heart you know they've always been sort of as with many kids from the streets you know be it we were living in a tower block in London or living in a fucking suburban slum in the middle of fucking Manhattan you know the whole concept really of Sham 69 for me was something that was close to my heart that I could relate to because the words of the songs the songs that the way they're sung reflected how I lived you know and how I felt so really for me it was, a, it was a very very good opportunity a great opportunity for me to sort of step into the breach and take over from jimmy really but the thing is like with many people is i'm me i'm not trying to be a jimmy percy mark ii because jimmy's jimmy jimmy's an icon in his own right you know but then again i'm me and i do things the way i do and come across the way i do what i believe how i feel how i sweat how i bleed it's all me you know and um that's it basically it's a great way to explain it <laughs> So, uh, what was your name again? Uh, Michael. Actually, no, it's, it's Ian. Yeah. So, yes, he, he said that Tim was going to be an excellent uh, explainer. And, yes, we've talked about a couple songs there, and I guess we'll take a listen to some of the songs since we've been talking so much. Mention Hollywood Hero and... 
Western culture. So uh, we'll take a listen to those two songs, Western culture and Hollywood hero, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here with Sham69 in Corona. back that was western culture by sham 69 and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me jack and we're here with sham 69 at the showcase theater in corona where are you guys going after this um we're, 
we're on a we're on a constant constant world tour at the moment. We're we're going we're going to Russia, Greece, New Zealand, Australia, and uh, somewhere in between that. We're, we're because people keep asking us to to, to re to re-record some of the old songs and stuff. And um, first of all, we thought, you know, what's, what's the point? Because, you know, they've, they've been out so many times. But then the thing is, this band, for, for the first first time in 15, 15 years, has actually been playing more. We've played more gigs in this year than, we, than the band played in the last 15 years put together. So the band is now the tightest it's ever been. And the, I think the songs are sounding better than ever before. So kind of due to public demand, we're going to re-record a Greatest Hits album this year. Which will, which will be coming out, coming out, when was it coming out, Ian? I don't know, probably September, October, I think. So we should be expecting a new CD coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, so we're looking forward, looking for, we're looking forward to getting into playing, doing it. Anything else we should expect from Sham 69 besides a new CD? Um, a lot of people for years have been asking, our second album, That's Life, was a, was a kind of concept album and um, it had a, had a story and, and people have asked us to do to go out on the road and just play the tracks from this one album that's life so we're, we're tentatively tentatively looking at, 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 at it's almost uh, dare I say it, like, n- not theatre but kind of kind of kind of putting the band together playing the whole album involved with maybe some actors and stuff like that so we're going to do with to start off with we're going to we're going to do a, a production of that's life as a one-off and if it's a disaster it'll sweep it under the carpet if people like it and want to see it then we'll probably bring it to some major cities around the world who want to see it so we've got a full full work schedule for this year lined up yeah sounds like fun you know with all that touring and everything don't you guys ever get tired of touring um, no, we get tired, but don't don't get, don't actually get tired of touring. What do you guys do on the off time of during tour? Uh, gardening. Play <laughs> chess and collect stamps. That's kind of my thing, yeah. So do you do that while touring? Sorry, say again. Do you collect stamps while touring? Of course, yeah. I'm I'm looking for the elusive penny black, which is out there somewhere, and I hear it's worth a fortune. So I'll keep looking for it. And it's fortunate that we're touring the world, because it could be anywhere, you know? (laughs) That's true. Well, let's take a listen to another song. I love the song, I Want Glory. What is that song all about? A look at life. Sometimes sometimes when you're down and stuff, and it's like, and and life doesn't feel enough, you know? It's it's not about an ego thing. It's It's just about wanting a full hit of life, you know? It's just... Give it to me, you know. That's all, really. It's a, and it's a great sham out, a sham anthem, and a true tradition of sham songs. And uh, for me, it's a, it's, it's one of the, one of, one of the best songs on the new album. And it's, a, it's a great sham anthem. Yeah, I totally agree. That song is awesome. So I guess we'll have to play it. So we'll take a listen to "I Want Glory," and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, and we're here with Sham '69 at the Showcase Theater.
Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and that was I Want Glory by Sham69. And we're here with Sham69 at the Showcase Theater. Where can people find your website? Uh, you can check us out on uh, MySpace, uh, um, www.myspace.com forward slash official Sham69 or www.sham69online.co.uk. Great. So can people also find where they can get the CD also from there? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. all the details are on there. But, yeah, I mean, in, in the States, Hollywood Hero, the CD is available on SOS Records. And SOS, I think it's just SOS.com, isn't it? Yeah. 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 SOS.com, and you can get it from there. I noticed you have a song called Asbo Sports Day there. Are you guys all sports fans? Uh, Asbo Sports Day is a bit of a piss take. In, Engl- in England... Um, what the police are doing at the moment is is um, anybody anybody who's um, causing a nuisance or a problem on the streets, they issue them with this order. And ASBO stands for Antisocial Behaviour Order. So if you if you happen to be one of these troublemakers, they give you an an, an ASBO, and it's it's just kind of a piss take of of all these people that have curfews and can't go out of houses because they've been bad and have to stay inside. So that's what it's all about. So what is the sports day part of the song? About. Well, it's just a, it, it, it's, it's a cultural thing, I think. And if you're in England, you see these guys, they're just, they're just completely taking the piss, piss out of it and sort of riding their bikes down the street, throwing stones through windows and smashing up stuff. And it's, um, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not a pretty sight. It's, um, it's a, but, but it's kind of become a farce, and I think the song reflects that a little bit because what's happening now, of course, is that whereas the government thought issuing an ASBO would be a deterrent, is actually backfired. So the kids are now collecting antisocial behaviour orders and saying, hey, I've got one, have you got one? No, I haven't got one. Smash a window. Yeah, I've got one now, you know. I've got two, I've got three. So honor. it's kind of, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly, it's like a badge of honour. So there's a certain amount of humour in the song around that kind of concept, really, yeah. So I guess we'll take a listen to Asbo Sports Day, and you've been listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and we were here at Showcase Theatre with Sham69. You can check out my website at www.punkrockdemo.com, and you can send me an email at punkrockdemo at yahoo.com, and you can check out Sham69's website at myspace.com slash officialsham69, and sham69online.com. You know, speak about dot-coms and whatever. How did people find out about Sham69 back in the day? In what, in, in the first place? Yes. Yeah. Well, we came, we came up on the, uh, we came up on the, on the back of the, the punk scene. I mean, we were all t- t- six, six, f- f- 16, 17 years old and, and looking, we were all playing guitars and interested in music and, um, and not, not re- and was sick of the music scene that was, that was all disco and shit at that time and, uh, or the Eagles or whatever and um, there were suddenly there were bands like suddenly coming through on TV like Eddie and the Hot Rods and um, Dr Feelgood, that whole pub circuit, English pub circuit had started to explode and all of a sudden we were seeing bands that actually meant something to us, were speaking to us and then the next thing we knew, the Sex Pistols had come, had, cut, had broken through, and all of a sudden it was like, "Fuck, you know, this is, this is where we want to be," you know. And so we just s- slotted into that, into into that, into that, main, into that stream, if you like. And it was it was the most natural thing for us, and um, so that's where we were. We just we were just on on that circuit, you know. How has the punk scene changed, in your opinion, since you've been around it so long? Uh, I think that's a, that's a difficult question because it's it's like everybody's interpretation of what punk actually means is is a, is a different thing. And even in the early days, it's like there there were there were different there were different bands that that had a different slant on what punk actually meant. I mean, one of the biggest contradictions to me for punk was when uh, the Sex Pistols manager Malcolm McLaren started a flipping fashion clothes store on the King's Road. I mean, the whole point about the whole point about the whole thing for punk for me. Was that punk was against labels or or fashion or anybody telling you what to do? The whole point about punk was that you it had a brain and you could think for yourself and you could do what the fuck you want. You can if you wanted to go if you wanted to go if you want to go and see a flipping folk festival and sit there in a field, then fucking go and do it. It doesn't matter a shit, you know. And and not to be worried by people taking a piss. You do what you want to do. That's what punk was about, without being worried about it.
That's a great way to end off the show. So we'll take a listen to uh, Asbo Sports Day, which has nothing to do about sports. And uh, you've been listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with me, Jack, and that was Sham69 at the Showcase Theater. Thanks for listening. Baby, bro.
you'll probably die too When we stuck your CD, we know you'll come along To join the city, the agitated crew A salute to all you fuckers out there The drinkers, the skins and the colored of hair A cheer to all and to everyone Who make it a whole lot of fun A salute to all you fuckers out there The drinkers, the skins and the colored of hair
those violent waves of the sea I was so reluctant to grab The silent ways of your knees And mistakes I was making That's life Frankie tried to tell you Jimmy